Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging with host Wendy Jones. Wendy and her guests are here to help you answer all your questions about growing old. Now, here is Wendy. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging. I'm your host, Wendy Jones, and this program was designed to answer your questions about tomorrow, today, because we all have questions about our future. And my job is to talk about the future you. And today our topic, as you know, each and every week we have different topics, but today is about simplification. It's about simplifying your life. Sometimes in your mind, you're very overwhelmed about all the things you have to do in a day. We need to simplify. Sometimes you need to move and you don't know how to do it because you're overwhelmed. We need to simplify. You want to downsize. You want to declutter. You want to clean certain areas out. You want to sell some things. That's what we're talking about today. And our guest in the studio is Alyssa Agnoli. Hi, Alyssa. How are you today? Hello, Wendy. I'm great. I'm so glad you're with us. Alyssa has a background in interior design, but has a company. She is the CEO of Caring Transitions. I am. And Caring Transitions (laughs) is a nationwide company. So wherever you are listening to this program, you actually can call Caring Transitions to help you simplify. Um, So we're going to get into the details of that later. First, what we're going to talk about in this first segment is really about what is keeping you from doing something? What are the holdups? And having a plan in advance for what your future holds. Now, we all think we're going to live forever, but unfortunately, it's not the case. Isn't that sad? We it can't. doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> happen, unfortunately. But, and and also, nobody wants to talk about what's going to happen, right? Nobody does. But if you have a plan, okay, plan A, plan B, plan C. We've we've all learned this our whole lives. It becomes easier. Yes, and and that's why you're with me today, Alyssa. Because what I really want to talk about is, you know. What's keeping people from taking the step of doing the next thing? Why? We've accumulated a lot of stuff, right? Always. Yeah. Everybody has stuff. We all want to have things that remind us of great times in our life, the memories we have with our family, with our friends. You want to keep those things so you're surrounded by them so you can remember those great times. Um, So that. For me, in my in my business, it's a big one. When I'm talking to people, that's their their holdup is what do I do with these things? How am I going to take them with me, or do I have to get rid of them? Um, it's the biggest holdup. It's stressful, and a lot of people want to pass things on to their children. Probably they do, and don't want to just give it away or or dump it. Right. Right. And even if they're okay with giving it away, they want to make sure that it gets to someone who's going to love it just as much as they have. Um, You know, it's the dining room table that they had their family sit around for all the holidays. They want to make sure another family is going to do the same thing. So it's all of those little things that build up that start to cause stress and people then put up their hands and say, I'm not ready for this. I don't know what to do next. So I'm just going to stop. We just hold. We just freeze. We, we just we go panic into a hold and pattern. we just sit there and go, I'm not going to do anything. Yes. And, and that's not the right answer. <laughs> no. No, it's not. So often then, then when they have to make a move, it's an emergency because something has happened and they no longer can stay where they are. They didn't put their plan in place. 
Yes, we have actually a client. This is, I mean, as sad as it is, it's a story we can share. We have a gentleman who was in an independent living and had some amazing things. I mean, computer, TV, full living room, full bedroom. I mean, just an entire, really apartment full of stuff. Absolutely. Stuff in his freezer. He ended up in the hospital. We, Next Steps for Seniors, were able to help him locate a assisted living because he's needs a very high level of care now. And I called Alyssa because I was like, Alyssa, how, what do we do with this apartment? You know, kids are in different states, you know, and estranged, don't pay, you know. So, so when you're in a situation where you're by yourself, especially listeners, I mean, this is really important. You've got to have a plan A, B, and C. Yeah. And don't just say, oh, let somebody else figure it out. I'll be gone. That is not the answer. <laughs> because, And I know this isn't what this person thought, but they just weren't thinking about the future. Everyone thinks they're going to be fine. And the reality is he's not fine. Right. And he's very confused. He doesn't even know what he has. So here we are, Alyssa and I, making these decisions for this man. But thank goodness he has us. Like, I don't yeah. know who would do this. Well, and also you can put a plan in place and you don't have to put it in action just because you have the plan in place. Sometimes it's just having it written down somewhere, making sure someone knows what the plan is. So when these emergency situations come up, they can be acted out. Or maybe you're not quite ready to make the next step, but you want to have the plan in place. So when you are ready, you know exactly what needs to do. It eliminates so much stress and just you know when I help my clients come up with the plan and we talk about how we don't have to do a and b right now but when you're ready to do a and b we'll be ready you know what it is you know how many times I have them call me back within a week or two and say okay my plans my plan is ready I'm okay with it let's move forward they're ready to move forward so much quicker because they don't have to worry about how am I getting to C, D, and E because they already know what A and B are. So then it's just an easy transition and an easy way to get from point A to point Z, which is living their new life in their best place. Well, and I think it's hard for people to recognize, and I just want to say this because I think I'm passionate about it. As we age going up the stairs and down the stairs for, to get to the laundry room, it gets mm-hmm. harder. Yeah. As we age going even just up the steps from the, maybe you're in the garage and just you have to get up the steps into the house. You know, whatever the case is, you've got to look at your house right now where you are and go, is this the best place for me to live when I can't walk, for example? Right. So I know nobody wants to think about it, but we have to. We have to because what happens if a wheelchair can't fit through the doors of your home? Yeah. You're leaving that home like immediately. Now, of course, we don't want to think that's going to happen, but you've got to have a plan. So I love the idea that Caring Transitions works with families on having that plan. Absolutely. And and once you know, and as does Next Steps for Seniors, that's why we make such good partners. I was going to say, that's why we team we, up so well. <laughs> we, want, we want you to, to think about the things you don't want to think about. It's and hard. that's why you're listening to this program yeah. today. So I th- I'm going to just use the word simplify, and we talked about that's the name of the topic, because... When you recognize how many rooms you're actually using in your house, it's usually just the kitchen, your bedroom, the bathroom, and maybe a family room. Now, if you've got four bedrooms in your house that you're not using, if you have a basement that you're not using, if you have an upstairs you're not using, but you're using the main floor, you got to start thinking about downsizing. 
Yeah. I actually like to call it right-sizing. Okay. Tell us why. That's fantastic. I love the word. So for me, downsizing can have such a negative connotation. It makes people think that I have to make my life smaller. I have to live in a smaller space. Well, that's why I like simplify because we want things to be easier. (laughs) And a lot of times it is moving to a smaller space, but maybe it's just a space with the same square footage, but you have an easier way to get around. Exactly. You have less bedrooms, but a larger bedroom. So you can get around if you have a walker, if you have a wheelchair, if you're using a cane, it makes your life easier. And so that's why I like to use right sizing because it's getting your space ready for what's right for you right now. Right, exactly. So next steps for seniors helps you locate the next step. So if you know, you know what, Wendy's right, I probably shouldn't be in this house right now. All you do is call the office. We can help you walk through that process of, okay, let's look at this. Let's look at this. You know, maybe you move into a condo. Maybe you bring in home care. Or maybe you at least know what assisted living in is close to your area, what the price is, what it looks like. You have an idea, right? There's, there's so many and to then choose we connect, from. Yeah, we connect you with Caring Transitions. And then at that point, we're going to walk through in our next segment exactly what the first step is when caring transition steps into your life because there is decluttering there is downsizing sizing or right sizing as you say it (laughs) space planning right what do you bring what do you not bring there's a lot of decisions that come along with this process and what i like the most about what caring transitions does which we're going to talk about in the next um, two segments is the estate sale part because like you mentioned nobody wants their stuff to just go anywhere for free Like, at least it's valuable, right? And someone's going to pay some money for it, and you're going to reap some reward from that. So I do feel like that's an important component of what you do. But I like also the decluttering component, because when you think about your house right now, and I'm thinking about my house. (laughs) I think everyone can think there's a lot of stuff. Like you said, there's stuff that you should have gotten rid of and you didn't, but you need to, but you want it to, you know, you're saving it for something. Who knows what? (laughs) (laughs) We all want to save it for something. But the reality is, if we do this while we're alive, the job will be much easier for those who have to do it after we're gone. Agree. And why wouldn't you want to make those decisions instead of somebody else? I want my daughter to have this. I want my son to have this. I want, you know, my nieces and nephews to have this part of me. You know, that's the kind of stuff that's really important. So I'm grateful. We're going to move into our our next segment. But I wanted to make everyone aware that Next Steps for Seniors Conversations on Aging is available now on every platform and every podcast platform. So just type in Next Steps number four seniors and you'll be able to listen to all the different topics that we have throughout um, each week. And also that you can reach us at hello at nextstepsforseniors.com if you have any questions or comments or ideas on new podcasts. We'll be back in just a moment. Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Hi, I'm Wendy Jones, host of the new podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, where we focus on conversations about aging. So if you're exhausted for caring for a loved one, if you're finding it difficult to make decisions about hospice care, 
Or maybe you're just worried about your future, not wanting to be a burden on your children. We will help you answer those and more tough questions about aging. Join me each and every week as we walk through answering your questions about tomorrow. You can grow old with the wisdom and planning to make your golden years easier on your loved ones. Every single week, our podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, will help you embrace this time in your life instead of be fearful of it. So be sure to tune in, learn more about resources and information to make your life easier as you age. Next Steps for Seniors podcast. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging with Wendy Jones. Have a question for Wendy or one of her guests? Drop an email to hello at nextstepsforseniors.com. That's hello at nextsteps4seniors.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging. Our topic today is simplification, how to simplify your life. And we are blessed to have Alyssa from Caring Transitions with us today. And I think it's important as we move into this next segment, we talked about understanding what the steps are. Alyssa. So yeah. talk us through when someone contacts Caring Transitions, which you can do on their on your website. Yeah, absolutely. You can go to caringtransitions.com. And whether you're here in Michigan or you're out in California, down in Florida, out on the East Coast, you can actually put in your zip code and search for the closest office. So we have over 300 franchises now, which is so awesome. That's excellent. It makes it really easy if we have, you know, clients moving from one location to another that we can rely on our our fellow Caring Transitions owners and companies to make sure that from beginning to end, they're well cared for with the same caring and compassion that they deserve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, from start to finish. So let's say someone's calling for the first time. Yeah. What tell us tell us what this what the process is? Yeah. So when I get a new client calling in, we do an initial phone call. I find out exactly what they're kind of thinking of. Is it that they need help with a relocation? Do they need help simplifying their life and decluttering and maybe starting to thinking about selling some of the items in their home or donating them or just they don't know what they need. Sometimes. But they have too much stuff. Basically. They know they have too much stuff. They need to do something. <laughs> they need to do something, which is such a great realization to come to. Um, So at that point, then I set up an in-home consultation, which is completely free. And I like to take it as a time to one, get to know the client. People are most comfortable in their own home. So I really get to see who they are and get to know them as a person. But then we take a walk around their house. 
we look at what they have. I'm looking to see what items do they have that might be great to sell. Are there family items that we want to make sure that we stay talk about family. that mm-hmm. stay in the family? One of the homes we're doing um, an estate sale in in their basement. They have this huge board. It's probably three feet by four feet of their family tree. Oh it's yeah, that's not going anywhere. But not somewhere. going anywhere. <laughs> but how cool to have that as a, as a piece that you can pass on from generation to generation, and you can tell by the handwriting. It's different people writing in the oh. names. It's so cool. And wow. Of course, I'm like, oh, I need one of those. No, I don't. I don't need more things. Um, <laughs> but but I know that that's something for the family that needs to be passed down. And we'll talk about different things. And I ask them, you know, when you move or if you move, because. They may not be thinking they need to yet. So if you move, what are some of the pieces that you know you can't live without? Helps me start to figure out, do they have a lot of emotional attachment to some of their pieces? Do they really need help when they make that move and have a space? Do they really need help determining what things they can actually fit? I like that (laughs) point because I do feel like the number one step is what is it you can't live without? Absolutely. So everyone can do that right now and think of the things in your home. What is it you cannot live without? Yes. And sometimes that takes some conversation. I had one client who wanted to take their 12-seater dining table to their new um, independent living apartment, which was a one-bedroom. And they said, do you plan to sleep on your dining table? Because the only (laughs) place it's fitting is in your bedroom. So we found a great compromise of what they were going to do with it. And they did get to sleep in a bed then. Um, they realized that was a little, a little more bit important. More, a little bit and they weren't going to be having 12 people for Christmas dinner. <laughs> but we don't need everything. We it, don't. When we say simplify, it's what is the most important. Yes. And everyone has something different and everyone has different reasons for it. And that's okay. Yes. And my favorite part and what actually gets my clients excited is I bring a roll of blue painter's tape with me. And what that signifies is as we're walking around and they say, oh, I need that chair. I need that piece of artwork. I'm tearing off blue painter's tape and putting it on those items so they can visually see these are items I want to take with me. I need to take with me. And once we've kind of walked around the house and marked those pieces, I give them the roll of blue tape. And I tell them, we probably didn't get everything today. So I'm going to leave this blue tape with you. And you can tear off blue tape as you're just living your daily life. And you can put it on the pieces that you decide you can't live without. You can also take the tape off if you realize, I really don't need that. Because it does take time to process. So you got to tell us because now I want to know how many people take things off versus put things on. Almost everyone. I knew you were going to say Yeah. That. Yeah. As we're walking around, they're like, oh, I need that piece. Oh, I don't oh, really but I don't. need it. Or if they haven't decided where they're going yet, they haven't picked a place yet. They don't yet. know how big it's going to be. They don't know how big it's going to be. And maybe it's not going to fit their space. Maybe they think they want to take it. And then they pick this beautiful place to live. And they realize, you know, I just want to start fresh. I want to start new. And maybe they want to buy a new sofa instead of taking their old sofa. I do have to remind them they're not allowed to wrap the blue tape around their entire house. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And they always get a chuckle, especially if they're feeling a little stressed and overwhelmed and a little anxious about things. It can usually make people laugh a little bit and and get more at ease. Now, I know you're not really in the house sale process. 
Correct. But, you know, are you looking at things in the home that, you know, that should be painted, this kitchen doesn't look great, I wonder if when she moves she'll get that fixed, or do, yes. you, do you recommend people just keep everything as is? Um, so, I besides my interior design background, I actually did work for a real estate company for a while, um, helping with listings and helping clients get their house ready to put on the market. So, I will help make some of those decisions, but I also refer to you've got another real team. estate agents yeah. in the area that exactly. work well and work for the seniors. Yeah. I usually say don't do anything. Let someone else make those decisions yeah. because if you're selling, you don't really care. <laughs> right. The next person's going to be like, well, I don't like that color. Yeah. So I just think that it works better. Okay. So, so at, let's say the meeting's over, you've done your yep. assessment. And then usually you say about a week later, they're like, okay, I think I can do this. So yep. it's wrapping. Is it the, the process of wrapping your head around the fact that something's going to change? Yes. And what I tell them is I'm going to email or drop off an estimate for you. This is for you to know when you make the decision to move, if they haven't already, this is what it would cost you for us to come in, help you determine what you're taking with you, do the floor plans, which is a whole nother thing that we can help with. Um, And that way you know how much it'll cost. Yeah, and I bet most people at that point are like, how do I pay for this? And that's yeah. when you say... And that's when I say, I've got a really great option. Did you like that segue? <laughs> that was perfect. Um, yeah, so we do also... So once the client is moved, if that's their next step, mm-hmm. we will go in and help them sell and clean out their home. Their home is their biggest asset, so we want to make sure they're getting the top values. So that's why we make sure that we recommend an agent that's going to make sure that they are selling it for top value. They've put the money into the house. They should get the equity out of it. Right. But the estate sale, I think, is really important. Yes. It's probably the biggest thing that you do in my eyes. Yes. because. Like you said, people want to keep certain items. They -hmm. want to give certain items away and the other items they want to sell. Yes. And we want to make sure that they're going to homes where they're loved. So we can go in and during that initial walkthrough, I'm making mental note, taking photos of items that I know would be great for either an in-person estate Mm -hmm. sale. Right. um, Or we also have an online auction option, which is really I great love that you do an online auction yeah everyone's online now why would we not take advantage of that yes so caring transitions has their own online auction platform called ct bids everyone can shop c c t c t bids okay um there's an app so if you want to download our new app it makes shopping so easy i buy things all the time <laughs> It's it's a fun habit to get into, um, but it's only for Caring Transitions clients to sell items. Anyone can buy, though. Well, and we don't want to encourage people to purchase at this point. Our goal Correct. is to simplify. Yes. But what is the, <laughs> just so we all know, what is the website or what is the app to get if you want to look it's at the items? CT Bids. Oh, it is called CT yep, Bids, too. CT okay. Bids. Um, but what that allows us to do is help our clients sell those items that they don't need. It helps to I love pay idea. for the service of moving, pay for helping to get their home cleared out. So it's a way for them to move forward to simplify their life while still And I do back. feel like, yeah, I feel like people do need the funds too because mm-hmm. it is expensive to move into an assisted living, for example. Right. And 
they don't realize it's private pay. Yeah, not covered by insurance, right. out of pocket, and it, the average is about $5,000 a month. Yeah. So I think it's a, a huge advantage to do an estate sale, and you can take all the funds that you get. So you take a percentage, and they get a percentage, right? Is that how right. it works? Right. And then at the end of the day, they can take those funds and say, okay, now I've got a little nest egg, so to speak, to move on into the next step. No pun on words. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love what Caring Transitions does. You can find them, caring is it caringtransitions.com, right? Correct. And again, put your zip code in, the location near you. We're going to be back in a few minutes and talk more about some details on resettling, packing, and moving. You're listening to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Hi, I'm Wendy Jones, host of the new podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, where we focus on conversations about aging. So if you're exhausted for caring for a loved one, if you're finding it difficult to make decisions about hospice care, Or maybe you're just worried about your future, not wanting to be a burden on your children. We will help you answer those and more tough questions about aging. Join me each and every week as we walk through answering your questions about tomorrow. You can grow old with the wisdom and planning to make your golden years easier on your loved ones. Every single week, our podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, will help you embrace this time in your life instead of be fearful of it. So be sure to tune in, learn more about resources and information to make your life easier as you age. Next Steps for Seniors podcast. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging with Wendy Jones. Have a question for Wendy or one of her guests? Drop an email to hello at nextstepsforseniors.com. That's hello at nextsteps, the number four, seniors.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Let's continue this conversation on aging. Our topic today simplification. We want to make life easier for you. And we want you to have a plan A and a plan B. And we want you to think about the future and not just, you know, pretend like it's not going to happen. And so we've talked through some of the processes of setting up the appointment, what what they do, how they help you. And I love listeners that you can just in your mind right now be thinking about what are the most important items to you and why are they important to you? And is there any that you can add or eliminate from that list? And then you at least you have an idea, right? You have a starting point. And then gradually, this is my recommendation, start 
asking your family members if there's some things that you can be giving to them that are valuable to them and you. Because something you might love might not be the same thing that your niece loves or whatever. So it's just a process and you can start it and you want to make sure it gets into the right family. And then obviously, the next step, which we're going to talk about right now with (laughs) Alyssa, is um, if you don't want, let's first talk about decluttering. Yeah. Because some people don't want to move. They just want to get rid of stuff, right, that we're talking about. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about moving right after that because it is, you know, packing and unpacking and all that kind of stuff. But first, decluttering. So what do you do when you're in that home or, or, you know, someone, you, you do the whole assessment and they say, okay, this is what I want. I want to declutter. I don't want to move yet. Tell mm-hmm. us what that process looks like. So it's very similar to how I do the moving process. We're going to go room by room and talk about what are the things that need to stay? What are the things you can live without? Whether it's a stack of Christmas cards or past taxes that you have just in boxes. We'll talk about why are you keeping them? So you're making recommendations and talking when you're looking at stuff. So you're yes. like, you're looking for clutter. Looking for clutter. So give us an example. What are you, What's a clutter item that you've seen that you're like, mm. I've, I've seen people keep taxes for the past 20 years. You only boxes. need them for seven. You only need them for seven. <laughs> um, and the great thing is everything is kind of moving electronically. So we may find in the coming years that if you have an electronic copy, you may not need to keep a paper copy, which would get rid of so much clutter in everyone's home, is right? There a lot of books? Books, Yes. Uh, books are a big thing. Extra dishes. You know, we all Christmas accumulate. dishes, regular dishes, yes. china. Coffee mugs of, you know, from traveling places. And nobody uses them. Half of them are chipped. We can get rid of those things. Extra clothes. Clothes is another big one. Um, we all we all think we're gonna we all think we're gonna either fit in clothes again or we're gonna wear it somewhere. It's and gonna then come back in style. It sits in your closet for six, ten, okay, twenty it's, years. It's time to purge everybody. Time to purge your closets. Um, home decor. You know, people used to decorate with so much, and again, life. A lot of times we try to simplify and you just continue to collect home decor and Christmas items or holiday items. So you'll go into a home and you'll say, okay, this is my my perception. I think we can get rid of this, 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 and this. Do you mind if we take this and move this over here? And you'll just declutter the home for them, literally. And they're there when you do it. So they're pointing out, oh, don't take that. So that's probably the hardest point because you're like, okay, we can move this. And they're like, oh, no, 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 don't move that yet. Yes. And (laughs) And then you put the blue tape and think about it but sometimes you know they're feeling the emotional connection to these things and it's like i i can't get rid of that and i said my question is when did you look at it last when did you use it last when's the last time you put this decoration up you have 10 boxes of christmas ornaments you can't fit all 10 on a tree so let's go through and and get rid of the ones that don't mean anything yeah some people decorate for every season and i gotta be honest as you age it becomes less important and it gets harder it's not that you can't decorate for a season you just you can put out a pumpkin instead Mm -hmm. of like decorating right right so we all we're doing is we're just kind of closing the gap a little bit we still have each season recognized we just don't have the full-blown lights on the house kind of thing going on agree and unless you have the funds to have someone to pay to do all that right because we need to be safe i have heard more stories 
in the last month of people trying to get out decorations that have fallen off of a ladder, two of which broke their back. So please, they make ladders with the handrails and the call the kids, have the kids come over and get the boxes out of the attic, whatever it is. It's not worth it. Every single one of these people that I've talked to would tell you right now, it is not worth it, and they wish they wouldn't have done it. So I'm just giving that out as a quick little tip. That's yeah. my tip of the day. <laughs> yeah. Don't climb a ladder. <laughs> okay, so after the decluttering, let's say now they're ready to move. Let's talk about packing and unpacking. Yeah. So we are full service. So when a client is ready to move, we've marked all the items they're taking with blue tape. I have gone and measured or used a floor plan from one of the communities or their condo or wherever they're moving to, to take the items that they want to take with them, put it into the floor plan. That way they can at least visually with a two-dimensional floor plan, see how their pieces will fit. With the, the design background in me, I'm making sure that they still have walkway. They may not be using a walker now, but maybe they will be. We're talking through, you know, do we want to put that area rug down? What if you do need to use a walker or a cane? Is that a tripping hazard? So I've thought through all of these things. They're signing off on, yes, these are the pieces we want. We like how the, the floor plan is laying out. And then we go in, usually the day before we have their scheduled move and we pack all of their items. We're putting their dishes in boxes and wrapping them. We're making so sure... So you're bubble wrapping stuff. You're, we're you're, bubble it's wrapping. It's safe. Yep. We bring big wardrobe boxes so we don't have to take their clothes off of hangers, fold it, and then carry boxes. Now, they if, all just get hung in a wardrobe box. What if something gets damaged? How do we manage that? That's something that Caring Transitions, my company, takes care of. Um, But we do our best to minimize that. If there's something that's very, very fragile, instead of putting it in the moving truck, we may take it in one of our work vehicles. So that way, we have a little better traction and um, maybe not hitting the bumps quite as hard as a moving truck. Can you give us an idea of how the pricing works with packing? Because everyone usually says, oh, I can do it. Because guess what? They don't want to pay for it. Right. So tell us how that works. Yeah. So with our pricing, um, we include all the packing materials, the time, um, the move itself, and then resettling, which we can definitely talk about that part too. Um, But on average... And I say this, I'm giving you a range because yeah, we won't every, it. Every, client, yeah, every client <laughs> is so different and we really try to personalize every client's move. But typically we're seeing anywhere from 3000 to 6000 for moving into like a studio to a two bedroom. It just depends on the size, what we're moving, that sort of thing. But typically anywhere from three to $6,000 for that move. includes all the packing. Includes all the packing, the actual physical move itself. If it's not a move that myself and my team can make, I do have a third party moving company um, called Metro Movers out of- uh, So different moving Park. companies in different states. Yep. And so they'll move it in and then you take it apart too. We take it, it apart. So, so that price includes everything. Everything. Door to door. Everything's covered depending on how much you have. But yes. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. and then the headache is gone. Yeah. They get to start living day one. And they and walk through, their beds made, their artwork is hung up, their kitchen is put away. I think that's fantastic <laughs> because the bottom line is I think people really are overwhelmed by the process. And I know that it's hard for them to think about what has to happen. Now, yes, there's that upfront charge, but again, let's not forget you're selling products too. So you could, I mean, you can't do that upfront. The sell, they need to pay yeah. you first and then right. you sell. But but the reality is you can take some of those funds to offset that cost. 
Correct. So one of my favorite stories is a couple that were ready to make the move. They lived in a beautiful home, but they were ready to make the move. So we did just how the process went. As I said, we walked through their home. We blew you know, marked with blue tape, everything. We went through their floor plans. I had gone over to measure this new condo that they were living in, in an independent senior living community. They had some tricky pieces, but they knew they wanted to take them. So we worked really hard together to make sure that they got to take those pieces. So we had the floor plans finalized. I coordinated the move to make sure everything was fine. The day we were packing, they were off shopping and doing things that they having wanted fun, to do. Not having even fun. About it. Ooh, that's nice. The next day we were doing the move, we said goodbye, or they stayed in a hotel that night, which was great. They decided, you know what? They don't most of our see it. most of our stuff is packed. Oh, we're gonna idea. go. I you know, I always give a list of what they need to have the night after we pack so they don't we don't pack something that they need the next morning. They went off. They had breakfast. We did all their moving. They came to the condo at the very end of the day. We had 75% of the boxes already unpacked for them. They wanted to hang their own artwork because they wanted to figure out exactly where they wanted it. But they walked in and they were just amazed that they got to just walk in and start living. We made their bed for them. We made sure that all their kitchen was put away. I think the wife ended up helping us put things. So we made sure they got where they wanted, but the boxes were removed. A few of the boxes got left because they were things that, you know, they wanted to put away. So I came back a few days later, grabbed the boxes and all the packing materials. So they didn't have to worry about figuring out how do I get rid of this now? I stopped by wanted to visit them anyway and check in service and grabbed the boxes. I mean, these people, they did it right. Yeah. Yeah. And so you did have to write the check, but honestly, in one day, they basically stayed at a hotel, went to dinner, went to breakfast and came back to their new place. And what a relief in their mind. I think we spend more energy thinking about what has to be done than actually doing it. Agree. And if we would just stop thinking and do it, life would be much easier. Um, And that's when, that's why you're here today. Yes. You're listening to Next Steps for Seniors Conversations on Aging. We'll be back in just a moment. Birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Hi, I'm Wendy Jones, host of the new podcast Next Steps for Seniors, where we focus on conversations about aging. So if you're exhausted for caring for a loved one, if you're finding it difficult to make decisions about hospice care, or maybe you're just worried about your future, not wanting to be a burden on your children, We will help you answer those and more tough questions about aging. Join me each and every week as we walk through answering your questions about tomorrow. You can grow old with the wisdom and planning to make your golden years easier on your loved ones. Every single week, our podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, will help you embrace this time in your life instead of be fearful of it. So be sure to tune in, learn more about resources and information to make your life easier as you age. Next Steps for Seniors podcast. 
The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging with Wendy Jones. Have a question for Wendy or one of her guests? Drop an email to hello at nextstepsforseniors.com. That's hello at Next Steps, the number four, seniors.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging. And we have had a great conversation the last three segments with Caring Transitions, and Alyssa is here with us today. And there's so much great information that you're sharing. And it really, I think, if anything else, it's making people think about it, right? And that's what we want you to do. We want you to have a plan. We want you to know what the next steps are before it happens. Because 75% of people need some type of care as they age. That's a big number. And that means you can't go upstairs or something. It could be anything, but you're going to need some type of care as you age. And knowing that, why not be prepared for it? And that's why you're here today. So I'm grateful for all the things that you have. I wanted to ask um, in regards to the estate sales, because we talked about that quite a bit, but I was really curious as to how many days, like how do you gauge like do you do an estate sale for like two days three days one day how does that work yeah that's a great question so typically we are just doing a one day sale typically being held on a Friday. That's kind of what we started when we started. And we've now got a following that that knows to expect that. And I do get the question a lot. Well, why don't you do multiple day sales? Most homes that we're in really just need one day. And the reasoning why is we price the items in the home to sell in one day. If you are an avid estate sale goer, a lot of times you know, if I go back on day two, everything will be 50% off. But are we really making more money for the client doing that? So I and my team like to price things at market value. So we're not overpricing them to be able to discount them. So we go in, we price things at market value, which we discuss quarterly as a team as a team to find out what are people buying what are they willing to pay for it because that's the most important thing is something's only worth what someone's willing to pay for it um and we want to make sure that the house does get cleaned out and these items go to a family or a person who really wants them my favorite part of the estate sale is actually what happens during and after the estate sale So I like to be at all of our estate sales myself because I like to talk to people. I like to find out, why are you buying that item? And I have no problem asking that. Um, I get a lot of funny looks sometimes. But I also like to share with the clients who are selling these items where these items are going. Um, I had one that they had 
it was a vase of some sort. And the person buying it, the person buying it wanted it because it was going to be the perfect thing for her mantle place. And she bought it. And I was able to go back to my clients and say, do you remember that vase that I had pointed out when we were walking through your house? I said, I got to talk to the person who bought it. And she was putting it on her fireplace mantle so she could look at it every day because she thought it was so beautiful. And it just made my client's day because they knew that that piece was going to be loved by this new owner just as a just as much as it was by them. It warms your heart. So the owners are not there during the estate sale. No. And that's probably an important piece to know. It is. It's hard to watch your stuff walk out the door. Yes. It's far more emotional and it's a lot easier when myself and my staff can just And they're coming in the house. They're walking through the house and you're you've got stuff. Okay, this yeah. is a big deal. It okay. is. It <laughs> is. And you know, we work with different HOAs and we make sure we're following rules. You've got insurance. We've I'm got sure insurance. Yes, we do. We are licensed and insured. So there's a lot of really great things that happen with an estate sale. What would you say is the average amount of money you can make on an estate sale? Great question. And I wish I had a definitive answer for you. Um, it really ranges. It depends on what's in the house and what we're selling. I've had some sales make $500 because maybe a lot of the, the valuable items were were taken by family, which is great because then the family gets to enjoy those pieces. I've also had some where we've made $5,000, $6,000. It just depends. And that goes to the, that's the actual homeowner that's making that because you take a percentage and they get the percentage. Correct. Yeah. The homeowner does get to see it or it can go towards the balance that's owed on whatever services they're they're utilizing. And what are the percentages? Can you share those with us? Yeah, it kind of varies. Um, but they're usually anywhere between 30 and 40%. That the homeowner gets? That's the, no, that I would take. Oh, that you So take. they okay. would take, you know, anywhere between 60 and 70%. Okay. Yeah. No, that's huge. And, yeah. and it probably depends on a lot of factors, like the it items, etc. But yes, we won't hold you to that. But thank you for sharing that. <laughs> of course. But this is the kind of stuff that people want to know, right? And that's yeah. why you're here. Because it really is overwhelming when you have a lot of stuff. And there are antiques. I mean, there's people that go out on a regular basis and probably, like you said, track you. Oh, yeah. They're d- Caring Transitions is doing another estate sale. I'm there. Yes. And I love that. So we do a lot of local marketing. Um, So you do all the marketing for it. The family doesn't need to do anything. Nope. They don't need to do anything other than give us access to the house. Now, are you learning that there's more online sales than there is in person? Tell me about that. Yeah. So we like to usually do a hybrid. Um, Most houses have items that we know from experience we'll do better in the online platform. So when we see those items, we'll do a smaller online auction, and then we still do the in-person estate sale. Our goal is to maximize two things, the amount of money we make for our clients, but also maximize how many items are going out of the house. If there's a collectible item that needs to be marketed nationwide because we can ship it to someone in Nevada who really wants that piece, we're going to put it in our online auction. If it's a piece of furniture that we can't ship or doesn't make sense to ship, we would sell that in the in-person estate sale. So as we're doing that initial walk around, we're looking to see, do we have enough items to put in an online auction and do the estate sale? Does the HOA require 
that we can't do an in-person estate sale and everything has to be done on an online auction. We're looking at so many different I factors. just like that you, you're managing that for them because this is what's overwhelming. So tell me about you know Facebook Marketplace and all these other online. It, you're managing it yourself, but now you yeah. are doing this work for them. Yeah. So you know, I could see how people would be like, well, I'm going to try to do it myself first. Yeah. And it takes a lot of time, a lot of energy. Um, I've had clients do that and say, I got bombarded with messages of people wanting it and then they didn't show up. Or, or trying to discount or it. Or trying to discount it. So I feel just like handle doing, it. Yes, I feel like There's just, just you doing it. so much stress. I mean, I've tried to sell things on Marketplace and I'm like, I can't do this. This is too much stress, too much, too much work. So my last Q&A, and we do this at the end of every single, every single program. Okay. What part of what you do do you think is the most valuable? Like if people can't do all the things, right? Like the packing and the moving and the, what component of, because you just, you, you gave us the whole picture and there is <laughs> yeah. a lot, there is a lot of things that need to happen to simplify your life. And I love the decluttering. I might have you come to my house. <laughs> We'd be happy but, to. But what do you feel is the most valuable? There's a couple answers for this. One, it's what's most important for the client and what they need. So it's really finding out what makes the most sense for them. But I do think there's such an emotional attachment to the items in the house. And it's really hard for anyone to be able to separate their emotions, to be able to pass those items on to their next owner, that I do feel like the sale portion for so many people is so important because we are able to connect with the client, but take the emotion out. And when we can take the emotion out, we can help our client get these process. items process get it's these processing. items to a new home mm -hmm. and feel okay with it we're mm -hmm. not going to sit and look at things and reminisce well we don't want you to have any regrets i think that's no. the really big thing so you know it is a process and it does take time and like you said there is an emotional attachment and i my answer to your to that question i just asked you would be that that exact thing the blue tape because what mm -hmm. you did is you you created it into an exercise Anyone can do that right now as they're walking through their houses. Absolutely. If they feel like they have too much stuff, you can do the blue tape exercise and in your minds be like, do I really need this? And we can do it with clothes, shoes. I mean, come on, I've got shoes from probably 20 years ago. My foot doesn't grow. Right? <laughs> so these are going to come back in style. But the reality is you don't need to have that much stuff. Right. And I, I believe that your brain actually feels better without having a cluttered house. And as you get rid of those things, you start to feel that weight lifted off your shoulder and you can make the decisions and continue on with your plan of what's the next best step for me. So anyone in the local area in Michigan, what's your phone number for them to contact you here? Yeah, you can reach me at 248-783-6284. And you can also go online to caringtransitions.com and type in your zip code and get the Caring Transitions near you. And like she said, the assessment is free. Yes. Um, I think that it's worth a try. My tip of the day is to have a plan A, plan B, and a plan C. And when I say that, pretend like you can't live in your house. Just pretend. Just make it up. It's, it's not real. But I want you to think about 
where would you go? Why would you go there? And if you're saying your kids' houses, let's have those conversations with the kids now. <laughs> Did you know that my plan A is to move in with you? Because if they say, oh, no, 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 then you got to go to your plan B. And this is the time to start doing that. While you're healthy, while you can think about it, before anything could happen. And that's why we're here to help you answer the questions about tomorrow today. You're listening to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging. Be sure to tune in next week for another enlightening and empowering conversation.